0: Welcome to the Path to Inspiration podcast, daily content to remind you to inspire and be inspired. And this podcast is hosted by the founder of Path to Inspiration, Sebastian Grinko. Welcome to all. (laughs) I'm Sebastian and today I want to talk about another delicate topic, which is the subject of celibacy and the chaste life and the nofap life so to speak and all those things uh, revolving around sex and um, semen retention and abstination and things of that nature Uh, as a guy it is obviously different from being a woman when it comes to sexual urges i'm not saying that women don't have the same kind of sexual urges as men, but even at the time of the Buddha, he said that men have to discipline and control their animalistic sexual urges. And obviously, as, as, um, as a guy, you as soon as you develop those uh, secondary sexual characters, which uh, happen during your teenagers, around the ages of 11, 12, all throughout your teenagers, It is something that you it it takes over you. It really does, you know. And I'm trying to make this video as serious as possible without any jokes. I I I usually make a lot of jokes about this because I want to. I like it when it's light, and I don't like that this subject is taboo at all because it's a very important topic for men and women, for society generally speaking, you know. So. I have decided that um, I want to be celibate for a while. And what I mean by celibate? By celibate, I mean practicing Brahmacharya. For those of you who are not familiar with Brahmacharya, Brahmacharya is a Hindu practice. Brahma means God and Sharia means the path. Brahmacharya means literally... Walking with God. I'm paraphrasing. Maybe there's a a better translation, but it's pretty much, you get the gist of it, you know, for people who want to correct me. Please correct me, but it's pretty much this way. It's walking with the divine, so to speak. Why have I chosen to walk this path? Okay, sorry. let me tell you what it entails. What it entails is obviously not chasing women. not obviously consuming porn, and not masturbate thing. No joking off. No charging myself. semen retention. So it's pretty much not doing anything sexual. Why? I think it's the best way to go, and why I think now is the perfect time for me to do it. This is something I have tamed a lot of my <laughs> tamed for like a better word. I've changed a lot of my behaviors that i am deemed unwholesome throughout the course of my life. I've quit smoking, I've quit drinking, I've quit uh, envying, i quit being lazy, procrastinating, and a lot of things that I made myself better at and more spiritual in a sense. However, when it comes to sexual energy it is something that is so strong and i i guess in women too but women they really have to understand how strong it is the drive to have sex the drive to intimacy it's not only about sex this is a mistake for people to think it's just about sex it's always more than sex it's intimacy the drive for intimacy is so strong it's just overwhelming at times, and I guess, yes, as for men, it gets better with time because our libido decreases, but still, it still stays strong until you die, unless you have health issues and testosterone issues and things of that nature, but it still remains very strong, even at an old age, from what I hear, from what I've studied, obviously less than when you were a teenager, but the teenagers are the worst, I mean, like when you... When you're from 12 to 16 years old as a guy, oh my god, like your hormones are going cro- crazy, it's like a volcano. It's not a comfortable time to say the least. But as you grow all the to your 20s and to your 30s, the problem with this, the problem I've seen with this is that I find myself being too superficial. And what I mean by that is I know. That I don't necessarily, I knew, sorry, that I didn't want a serious relationship. So I decided, you know what? I'm cool right now. I'm working on my stuff. I'm working on myself, doing my work, my business, my brand, my content, my training, my boxing, etc. My spiritual side. But what's preventing me from fucking around, right? If I'm honest, if I'm truthful. Why not? So I'm in Chiang Mai. And I so said, why not? I'm free as a bird. I'm single. If I'm honest about my intentions, I'm cool, right? So uh, through this last couple of years, I've been single for a while. So I was mostly on Tinder meeting women. woman. But the thing is, I find myself being too superficial. And I talk. At first, that hey, it was okay as long as I'm being honest. I'm not perfect, I'm a guy, you know what I mean? Like it's alright to want sex, and I still believe it's alright, don't get me wrong. But it was just the mindset behind it because I was basically, and I'm going to be completely transparent and honest, I was on Tina and I was basing my judgment on I would have sex, I would have sex with her, I would not have sex with her, I would have sex with her, I would not have sex with her. That's pretty much. It's not even unconscious. It was conscious. I was literally saying this to myself. She's hot, not. She's hot, not. You know what I mean? And I did it so many times. It became like a pattern. And I'm just like, it's not. I guess like obviously Tinder. It was people forget that Tinder was not a meeting app. It was built at first as a hookup app. Let's not forget this. So and I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not defending Tinder by any means, but I'm just saying. And I have nothing against Tinder. I think it's this is the way I, I tend to believe that we should live in the present and not always like back in the days it was better. Because what's the point of thinking back in the days? We live in our time, so we make the best of our time. So Tinder it is what it is, right? And nobody and it's I mean it's free. It's free until you want to pay for others' option. But it is free to access at the beginning at least. So you don't need to be in it. You don't need to be forced. There's other ways to meet girls, etc., etc so as i said in my previous videos when it comes to social media nobody's pointing a gun to your head and forcing you to be on tinder so that's the thing but when i was there i was like just being so stimulated right and it was not only about the the drive to have sex it's the drive to meet women and to be stimulated to the chase you know what i mean like just the chase of it it's almost like training like a sport almost and the chase and the the, the the first message, the match, and the uh, and the, the chase, the first day, the first time I checked, maybe rejection, maybe success. And I just didn't like the way I was going down because the, the thing is, what I just everything I just said could be amazing, but my way of thinking was just like I knew from the beginning, from the first picture, that I just wanted to have sex with those girls, and I didn't make them believe otherwise, but And I didn't I was never dishonest. Yes, it it led me to situation with girls who wanted more, and I told them I didn't want more, and 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 that's where as a guy you sometimes you don't know am I doing something wrong or am I doing it right? Because is honest being enough sometimes? Because sometimes you're being honest, but if the other party understands your honesty, but is not you can see, you can foresee the problem that she might have, even though she understands. And you can tell yourself, like, oh, well, I'm being honest. If she she's the one, and everybody's accountable, That's, don't get me wrong. I do believe that everybody's accountable. But if you know you can foresee a situation where you could have maybe took the door and leave instead of thinking, like, well, I'm being honest. I'm doing my part. You know what I mean? I know maybe some of you might not be able to relate, but some girls are just... some. I'm talking about girls because I'm straight, heterosexual. heterosexual. you, you We could be saying the same thing about guys, but I'm not into guys, so I can talk only about girls. But some girls, you could see that even though I'm being honest, I tell them, but you could see that those particular girls are into you and they're attracted to you and they're willing to be with you even though they, you already know that this girl may be a bit too weak in the knees for you even though she knows and you know That this will lead to her suffering. And you, and sometimes I would tell myself, maybe I should be cutting ties right now because I know even though I'm being honest, I can foresee this going somewhere that is not the way I want it to be for her and for me. And it just made me so superficial until one day one of the girls I I I know told me pretty much that and I had asked her, can you introduce me to some of your friends? And she told me that I don't think it's a good idea because I see the way you're treating girls and I don't want I don't want um to introduce some of my friends to you because I don't want them to be treated as such. And to be fair, I'm I'm not she was not saying I'm an asshole, she was just being honest with me. He, she told me that I see woman as object and it's, and I have to be honest, to a certain extent, it was true. And I thought it was not true, but it's true. When I say object is that like I see them, even though I was honest, I, I have to, I didn't cajole my way into anybody's panties, you know, I didn't cajole my way into prying any woman's legs open. I was honest from the get go, always. But what she did pointed out, even it was, if it was not 100% accurate, is that I was in the mindset that I was only wanting women for sex and I was not caring about any connection. That's the important part. And through many failures, because what really made me change my way is that I've seen the errors of my ways through through the manifestations I had in my life because I had a lot of, I had successes, but even when I... And I had successes you were not fulfilling. And when I had failures, I didn't really care because as a, it was just like hit or miss, right? And because I was completely de- detached on in this conversation, I might have to say callous, I was just not caring at all. It was just for sport, right? And even though I didn't do something wrong, but I was not doing something right. And I was not hurting those girls. I was not hurting myself. Or at least I was not hurting them a lot. Neither was I hurting myself a lot. But I was not doing something that could lead me to more wholesomeness in my life. A better way of living. And as a guy, yes, this was the peak of my single life this couple of years. But as a guy, we all live this short life. This constant trying to balance our sexual energy. Because, like, if we if we don't want to be in a relationship, why should I should I just remain chaste? Should I just be celibate and wait to be in a relationship? Ideally, I think that would be the best way to go about it. But it's not that easy in reality. I'm just being real, it's not that easy. But I've always tried to the best of my abilities, and I think right now I'm peaking. I've always tried to make it more spiritual, and I've always been honest. I've never try and I'm I'm lied my way into being with someone not to get something I was always honest but as I said just now being honest might not be enough sometimes so I decided through all this that I want for me and it's I'm just being real and I just want to better myself I decided to be celibate until I find someone I really have a connection with. I don't want to go on a date thinking I just want to have sex with her, nothing else, right? Because that was the deal. The, that was what I was pretty much doing for from the, cu- the last couple of years. Or sometimes I don't. I wouldn't even want to have sex, but I just wanted stimulation, chasing, seducing, something like that. You know what I mean? I want that a connection and by connection is chemistry reciprocity and on my on my part i have to respect them more and i think when i was going out and even though i'm don't get me wrong some of the girls just wanted to have sex with me and nothing else i'm not saying that those girls were like i'm not putting those girls on a pedestal and thinking they were right and do and stuff like this no they were all types of girls I'm just saying, from what I can control, what I can change, my attitude is that I want to be more respectful of women when it comes to this. I want to have a connection with them and then build something from there. And also, I think one of my friends, one of my dear friends told me something, a guy, he told me like, I was sharing this with him and he understood me very well. And he told me, like, I never want to have sex with a girl if I cannot hug her after. And I really like this because you don't want to have sex with someone you want to get rid of directly after. (laughs) That's That's pretty much what he was saying. So you want to care for this person if you want to have sex with. And I'm not trying to be girly or corny or tacky when it comes to this. I'm just being real. I, I reach a certain stage, a certain maturity, a certain wisdom, if you will, that, that I've seen this. And even though this can be fun and it's not really hurtful to my, to myself or others, but it's just there's better ways to do things and there's maybe more, something more fulfilling because this was not hurtful. It was stimulating, but kind of in a very transient and unfulfilling way, you know? It's like eating junk food, you know? I mean, sometimes I eat junk food doesn't do anything to me, you know? Sometimes yes. Yeah, sometimes I have stomach ache the next day, but it's, it's it's fun when you do it. But it's not, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, whatever. But I could be eating something better, something more satiating, something more fulfilling. Same thing with girls. Like now I want, I want to celebrate. And also, why I I want to let go. I mean, I've never been a real big fan of porn. Don't, don't get me wrong. I did watch porn, and I not to the extent of some guys I know, to be honest. But like. I did, I did consume porn, but I can definitely understand, I can definitely feel how porn is a hindrance when it comes to being in a relationship, and the way you see women. woman, and I also do believe, for those of you who have read uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, that you, it's better to transmute, and s- subluminate your sexual desire, and transcend your, uh, your sexual desire, and transmute it into something more creative, than instead of just wasting it, because the problem with porn my biggest problem with porn is like it dulls your taste level so when you're in a real with a real woman it's different because in a porn you have no limit when it comes to what you can do virtually because you can just go from one video and one video and the problem with porn and addiction like anything else even though i don't think i was addicted but to a certain extent we all are anybody who has consumed porn to a certain level is addicted to a certain level and what happens with porn addiction like any other addiction you build tolerance and you want more and more to set it to feel good that's why at the beginning if you watch one porn clip for the first time it's amazing oh sorry one porn clip you like so much you you're very attracted to this particular porn clip for the first time you watch it for the first time the first time is amazing the second time is amazing too third time is amazing too then it decreases and decreases and then after it doesn't do anything for you because you your dopamine needs the dopamine receptors need more dopamine so it needs more variety more deviance etc etc there's all kinds of studies but i don't even need studies to think about to talk about this i've felt it in myself and that's why a lot of guys i suffered from this uh, when i was in relationship five years ago erectile dysfunction due to porn what happens is not I mean, yes, it is in your mind. It's not because you're scared or you have a physical problem. No, because you have watched so much porn or you've watched so much porn to the extent that you don't even feel desire for for the flesh, the real, uh, for real woman in the flesh. Because everything is... Your pleasure, sexual pleasure, is built to the vir- virtuality. It's not what you can touch and feel. So that's my biggest problem in porn. And that's why I think porn is best at the very least limited in consumption or even better eliminate it all completely but I've never these past five years I watched less and less porn to the extent where I can live without it without porn and masturbation and that's the thing you want to subliminate this desire for stimulation, not only for the sexual gratification, but for stimulation. Because as a guy, and a lot of guys will relate to what I'm about to say, you, you always stimulate, it, oh, I want to chase this guy, I want to match this guy, because it's fun, the adventure, stuff like this. But then again, it's, it's more of a mindset of sport. Instead of, why not go from the inside out and cultivate ourselves to be better men and a, and a better energy, energy and more spiritual beings and more loving and caring and let go of this strong desire and in the book uh letting go by david hawkins in the in the chapter sexual relations he talked about a man he gave an example of a man kind of in my who was in my situation he, he said that this man was always trying to to get sex and he he was always going to failures and successes when it comes to sex and he could he could not bear to miss an opportunity to have sex but now he had let go of this desire, of this stimulation, he cultivated through meditation and surrendering this strong desires, overwhelming desire, and he let go of it and he trans- transcended it. And it became quite normal now for him to not chase after sex. And lo and behold, the, the more he let go. The more loving he was, the more caring he was. And as a consequence, because he was more loving and caring, he was attracting more women who wanted to have sex with him. And he didn't care that much. It was okay if he had it. He was okay if he didn't have it. But he was more in tune with the woman side and more compassionate and therefore more caring. Because when I was stimulating, when I was being stimulated and even chasing for sex or for just stimulation... It was very selfish. I was not caring that much for women, Therefore, I was not giving. Therefore, the dynamic was purely selfish. And again, I'm not saying there's necessarily something wrong, but it builds the type of relationship, even shorter relationship, that are not lasting and they're not fulfilling. That's my main reason. And I think being celibate for any man would be an amazing thing to do for a certain extent in their life, for a certain extent in their weekly lives, in their daily lives, in their monthly life. Or in their yearly lives or in their whole lives, so that's my reason for putting this aside for a while. Not putting this aside, sorry, for changing and shifting my mindset because I think I get gotten so much better when it comes to my emotional attitude and perspective, and my meditation has become more and more honed, so to speak, and I'm sharp, and I'm able to deal with this right now. And I, and the the events of the past six months have good and bad have led me to my conclusion and to my decision of being celibate and not indulging myself in purely selfish stimulations and reason. Therefore, I want to be more connected with myself and deal with this energy, the sexual energy and transcend it to make it something more whole, more awesome, more wholesome, more caring, more warm and therefore more spiritual as well. thank you for listening. This was the Path to Inspiration podcast. For more information, go to pathtoinspiration.com for more content or sebgrinko.com for coaching.